This is Marketing Jam, a show featuring the brightest minds in marketing. All right, I want to welcome everyone to a special edition of Marketing Jam. Uh, we're trying a new tool, Zoom today, and we have a very, very special guest, Frank Palmer. Uh, my introduction, actually, to Frank was going into a golf tournament named after Frank Palmer. And so while at a golf tournament for NABS, which, uh, of course, many of you probably know, but supports people um, who are in the advertising industry and are uh, struggling, they support them. Uh, the uh, Invitational Golf Tournament in British Columbia is named after uh, Frank Palmer. So thank you so much for being on here. And part of why we're here today, of course, is uh, a new initiative that you've launched uh, with a partner to help uh, brands and businesses at this time. Yeah, well, I think that what's happening right now is something that most of us in the advertising world haven't experienced before. We've been through uh, different crises and lost business and uh, people who have gone bankrupt. And, and I've lived through sort the 50 years that I've been in this business. I've seen some ups and downs, but nothing close to what's taking place now. And um, having uh, been uh, involved with an agency, agency network in Canada called TransCanada, Agency Network, uh, TransCanada Advertising Network, we changed her name just about a year ago to simplify it. Uh, we have uh, 30 members from coast to coast across Canada. And the thought for me was to reach out to those agencies and ask them to uh, put up some advice if clients were to call, non-clients, uh, not-for-profits, so that uh, they could reach out because I, you know, a lot of clients have never seen this before and they can react the wrong way. And I said that the worst thing that you can do is to look like you're profiteering. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, you want to make an offer and it's a two for one, or you want to do an offer where you buy something, and you get something else. In some cases that may be okay, but you don't want to look, a, look like you're profiteering from it. And, and there's been some really interesting comments that have taken place over this over the last uh, two weeks or so. So, um, we've got some really good feedback on, so far uh, from media. Uh, they've uh, taken it upon them and they put it in their, uh, you know, press releases, etc., in their online. And uh, we've had people reach out to us and say that we're doing a pretty good thing. I mean, it's uh, it's really something that we can do sitting at home, you know. Um, having somebody call me and say, "What would you do in a case like this?" I said, "Well, if you twist it ever so slightly." it's more meaningful and the client will actually appreciate, appreciate that. So we're getting a number of calls from various clients from automotive to uh, telcos to um, restaurants and that type of stuff. So I haven't, I haven't got the complete list with which 30 agencies have got, you know, so I'm sure everybody's getting different questions. Uh, and so, and so for people that are curious about this, what is it that you're offering and, and how do people, uh, Acquire. Well, you call into the um, various agencies. First of all, you go to the TCAN network um, in your area or the agency in your area. If you're in Halifax or St. John or Calgary or Vancouver, you say, my name is so-and-so, and I've got a little situation here where I'd like to ask you some questions about this offer that I want to put out uh, or what advice would you give me for my staff as it relates to messaging to my staff and it's those kinds of things that we've basically got some tools that we can say, don't do this or don't do that, or yeah, you're on the right track. And it's just helpful hints uh, on advertising because it really means that, I, I look at it this way, if, you, if you're doing the right thing and you're delivering something to somebody's house, let's say it's pizza, for example, 
and uh, all of a sudden the, the, the door comes, somebody knocks on your door. I know they're doing this in Toronto and you got your pizza and the person who delivers it via one of the delivery services says, uh, we've taken 20% off the cost of your pizza and we've given you a free drink. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Really? Uh, you'll remember that, that little notion. You'll remember that little kindness that someone said, you didn't ask for it, but we did it automatically. Subaru has got a really good spot out there right now running that basically says that um, if uh, you, this spot was paid for to run a car ad, and now we're telling you what to do that's better to stay home and take care of your family. And it's really the, the right thing to do at a time like this that you shouldn't necessarily stop your advertising, but you can convert it with a message of kindness. That's right. And then you and your, your fellow members of this network are offering this advice for free for agencies. Absolutely. And for free. Yeah, no, no, no charge for it. I mean, I, the first thing I said to everybody is that we should do this as I'm the, the chairman and I've been the chairman for a number of years. You say, this is something that you can do at home and don't try and, and make a buck on it. This is a time when you shouldn't, you know, don't do it. Just offer it up for no. Maybe down the road, they might come back to you at some point in time and say, we'd like to deal with you. But that's not the purpose. The purpose is to say, here's some free advice, because there's a lot of people out there and clients. You know, you take these small agencies, and quite frankly, we're a small business. I mean, you know, I was the chairman of a, and, and CEO of DDB Canada for a number of years, over 20 years. And I, I, I know for a fact that having been involved in this business, that every single business is feeling this, this pinch, yeah. big guys and small guys. And the big guys may have more money, but the problem is some of those big guys have airlines, hotels, mm -hmm. and uh, their spending has been stopped or curtailed, you know. And the little guys uh, are in the same boat because they don't have that much, uh, you know, capital that's in the bank. And... Uh, I've had a, actually today, I've had a bank reach out to me and ask me for some advice on what they should be doing. And uh, uh, so we've been giving them some advice too. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a good deed. We, we like to think we're kind of like the, the Red Cross of communications right now. That's amazing. So what's the website people can go to for, for finding? Well, I'd, I'd, I'd tell you what it was if I could remember it. it it's, what is TCAN? Uh, you, you can go on to Google and um, I should have, I should be smart enough to have that right in front of me right now, but it was, a, the website was just changed. So if you go online, you can find it. If you, if you go to T, if you go online to Google, you can look up trans Canada advertising network. Okay, great. Great. And, and Frank, tell me a bit about yourself. Like for those that are maybe uh, haven't maybe read your book or haven't, met you or heard of you yet or been in your golf tournament. Tell me a bit about kind of your background and, and how you got to be where you are. Well, I, I, I started off uh, many years ago, even though I'm an elderly gentleman now, I still think I'm very youthful, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I started off by going to the Vancouver School of Art. And after I graduated from the Vancouver School of Art, is, which is now called Emily Carr in Vancouver, um, uh, I ended up getting a, a career in advertising, starting for a television station uh, in my early years. And then and after that, worked for a direct mail company until I started an agency back in 1969 That's cool. uh, called uh, Trend Advertising. And uh, it led to Palmer Jarvis. And then when I sold the company in 2009, uh, no, 1998 to DDB, we became DDB, Palmer Jarvis DDB. And then later we became just DDB. 
But at one point in time, up until about a year and a half ago, I had close to about 600 employees in Canada. Wow. With offices in uh, Vancouver and uh, Edmonton, Toronto, mm -hmm. Montreal, and uh, three brands under my uh, directorship, which was DDB Canada, Anderson DDB, as, as well as uh, Red Urban. Mm -hmm. And um, three different agencies, three different brands. And... Um, it was uh, really rewarding for me. It was a really great company to work for and a lot of great experience. So between having a small agency, which I would say uh, was good experience, but then moving to a larger agency to know what they have to go through and the, what their dealings are like, it gives me the sort of the, 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 the mixture of both, knowing how both of them operate. And uh, I think right now it's a really, really good time once we get through this epidemic that small agencies that can afford to survive um, will do much better. Mm -hmm. will actually come out of this thing in pretty good shape. But what they have to do now is they have to take the necessary steps to hunker down and uh, make the steps that uh, are, are kind to their staff and, and, and making sure that they're servicing their clients in the right way. Being respectful at the same time. And um, it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's actually feeling good to be able to do this. Okay, that's amazing. So if someone just calls any of those agencies and they say, hey, I'm looking for the free support person, they'll set them up with a meeting and a phone call. Yeah, well, you can do a, you can do a, like a Skype call or a Zoom call or a telephone call, or sometimes it can be just a email and saying, I'm looking for some advice. Um, the one that called me this morning said, listen, we're, uh, we need some advice in this area. We're a fairly large company and, and this has never happened to us before. So do you mind us if we contact you in an hour, an hour and a half with some of our senior people that you would be able to go on a call just like this? Yeah. And I said, yeah. I said, if you want to give me a heads up on some of the questions that you might want to ask, I'll do some research on it and make sure that we're giving you the correct advice because we won't want to be telling them something that's wrong. Yes. You know? And I think that, as I say, I, I'm not going to pretend that I have all the answers to all these things. Yeah. But if I don't, I'll, I'll reach out to somebody in the industry that does and then get back to them with hopefully an answer that they like. That's great. That does some good. And how does someone become part of the network? Like, what was the process to creating Well, this? the network was started uh, by a gentleman by the name of uh, Bill Whitehead Sr. He, he was an advertising practitioner in the Toronto marketplace. Mm -hmm. His son, uh, Bill Jr. now, runs the organization as the managing director, who's um, uh, in the healthcare area, and he's getting a lot of people asking him for advice at this point in time. So it was an agency that you had to be a member in a city and you were only to be um, one person, per, one agency per city. Now, when you're a small agency like we started way back when, mm -hmm. uh, we didn't have all the tools and we didn't have all the knowledge. But when you gather as a group across Canada with 25 agencies, you had a network of talent where you could call upon them for something that you didn't know about. Plus, it was also a way in which we could compete against the large agencies. Because in Vancouver, when I first started, there was us in a small little shop of yes. four or five people. And then we had the likes of the McKims and the McLarens and the Hayhursts and the Lovicks. And, and, and they were all big agencies. So we're competing against them. So what we had to do is create something that looked bigger than them in order to compete. And then eventually we became one of them. Ah. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Like we were a little agency that grew into the big agency. So uh, I like it to the fact that uh, uh, we were the local little um, home hardware. Nice. 
and uh, later on in life we became Home Depot. Yeah. Okay. So it's uh, the fact of the matter is where the local agencies can do really well is that they know their customers and the markets they serve, and they get to the president or the chairman or the founder of the company. Whereas you get bigger, you lose that contact. You work through a different group of people. You work through procurement. You work through, uh, you know, it's just a different thing. So I think the, the smaller agencies were going to really benefit going forward because they still have those connections and relationship with the founder and the and the leadership in a, a, of that company, and they will know exactly what to do for them. Uh, and, and tell me, your your book came out a year ago. Maybe tell people about the book that you you put together. Yeah, it was called. Um, uh, frankly, uh, let's get Frank. And um, uh, we, uh, I hired a writer, uh, Robin Burnett, to come in and talk to me every week uh, for about three years. And uh, I had started this prior to talking to Robin because I felt that there was always some, maybe some stories to be told. And if you've had a chance to read the book, and if you haven't, I'll send you one. Um, uh, and uh, I've been a practical joker all my life. I love having fun at this business and still having fun today, even though we're under different circumstances, but I, you have to light, lighten up, you know, you have to have fun. And um, I've had a lot of fun during this business and I've enjoyed it for the last 50 years, but the book itself took me three years to get uh, written. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it came out about a year and a half ago. I launched it in Toronto um, with our national agency association called NABS. It's a charity. And um, I launched it there uh, in the founding, whether well, the gentleman, the president was uh, Jay Bertram used to run TBWA. And so I, I can only tell you, I don't know how many has been sold. Um, it's, it was done, published uh, uh, by a reputable company. And it was just a fun thing to do. I've had a lot of people who have sent me emails and saying, if I see you in the next little while, will you sign it for me? Absolutely. So. But it was a really a fun thing to do, and it's something that you can sort of look back on in later years in life and sort of laugh at yourself, I guess. Well, that's great. And, and remember some of the stories, because when you've been in this business for as long as I have, um, I lived through the early stages of um, Mad Men. Mm -hmm. not, like if you've watched the series, mm -hmm. people say to me, what was it like back then? And I said, well, look, I'm not quite that old, Yeah. but, but I did live in the last uh, probably... 10 years of the Mad Men era. And it was just like that. I mean, it was just like that. Wow. We would come to work in the morning. We'd be wearing a suit. Sometimes we'd be wearing a tie. Mm -hmm. And I'd have clients come in in my office at 11 o'clock in the morning and want to go directly to my fridge where I would have a beer yep. or I would have, a, I would have a, 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 some scotch or vodka or whatever it was. I mean, and then you were dealing with the client. And more often than not, they weren't there to talk about advertising. Mm. They were talking to you about their life. Yeah. Okay. And, what they, and so for us as a, a company, uh, my partner and I, um, in uh, Elevator's strategy, we were getting ready to launch a brand, brand new company mm. that would be over top of the advertising because more often than not today, mm. Uh, advertising needs a clear and truthful voice. Yeah. And, and I think that coming out of this issue that we're going through right now, um, those companies that benefit, we're, we're, if we say, you know, you shouldn't do this. Mm -hmm. There's a story, it's a little joke, if you don't mind me telling you. It's not dirty, but it's a joke. Where the chairman of this large dog food company 
uh, went to his um, marketing director and he said, listen, our sales are terrible. We've got to do something. So here, what I want you to do is I want you to go out and hire the best advertising agency that money can buy. Mm -hmm. I want you to get the best trustable spokesperson that money can buy. And I'll spend $10 million over the next two months raising, uh, allowing you guys to promote and talk about our dog food. So two months later, he calls them back in and he says, uh, did you do what I told you to do? What did, yes, we did, sir. Did you hire the best agency? The best agency, yeah. We hired the best uh, spokesperson also. Did you spend the money? Yeah. He says, well, sales are still down. Tell me what's wrong. The dogs won't eat it. That's great. That's and, and I think what's really out there right now is people are still advertising and promoting services that really have either no value, yeah. the product or service is not that good, mm -hmm. but advertising agencies still take their money. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be one of those advertising agencies. Yeah. Okay. I good. want to be the agency that tells the client the truth by saying, don't spend any money. Yeah. And this is what we were going to create, and we still are going to create it. And we launch it hopefully in the next uh, months or so that we're there to tell you the truth. And maybe we'll do your advertising. And it doesn't have to be with us, but we want you to be able to fix what you're doing yep. first before you start to promote and advertise. Wow. That's great. And I hope that that, uh, that, that is good. Um, and I hope that we obviously... Uh, can help our clients that way and i think it's more it's a better way to go for us moving forward into the future and i would say that's the kind of advice that a lot of advertising agencies are going to have to take a look at because being a member of these 30 agencies i feel their pain too i yeah. mean we have to make change we have to let people go yeah uh we have to cut some salaries including and especially our own yeah and from all the other companies that i've talked with that i know still from the past uh, because being a member of a, a, a large network, I happen to know a lot of other large agencies. They've had to make some real, real serious cuts, real serious cuts, like 20 and 30 percent. What a lot of agencies are asking for now is, is, is just now as a, an agency owner, someone working in agencies, what's your biggest advice people can do? I've heard a lot of ideas, but as far as like what's kind of over the years you've seen the downfall, the, the rise and fall of the economy. What's your biggest piece of advice for people who are in the... Well, if you're a leader, if you're a leader, act like a leader. Okay. I mean, the point being is, is if you're in charge uh, of, of an organization, the client, the clients, and more particularly your staff are looking at you for wisdom. Yeah. You know, so you're the family member. You're the, you're the, you're the mother or the father of the family. You're the one that says... No, I'll let me think about that if you don't have an answer and I'll get back to you. But more importantly, you're, you've got to make the right moves because you're dealing with a lot of people's lives. Yeah. So you've got to stay strong and, and, and act that way. Um, I can send you out. I, I, I wrote a little paper here called uh, Strategy, and I'll just read it to you. It said, what, can, what Canadian advertisers should do? Well, one is to close your home, work from home. Close your offices, work from home. Um, you got to talk to your clients about the situation. You know, you got to let them know what you're doing, but you're going to work remotely. In fact, one thing that's come out of this is we've all are learning how to work this working from home better. In yeah. fact, it works quite well. We're getting a lot of things done a lot faster. Yeah. It's amazing, yeah. but we're still human people. We want to be socialized. So you, you want to be around others. Um, 
we have a video call every single day at a certain time, mm -hmm. 10 o'clock in the morning. We have everybody online. And uh, if uh, all our staff and saying, what, what have you done here? What have you done there? And we all sort of do it. We have uh, and, and try to remain calm. But, mm -hmm. but, but the fact is that if we also have to act, as I said, like leaders, because mm -hmm. if you don't, the whole the rest of the gang is going to panic over what you're not doing right. Yeah. People are worried about their jobs. People yeah. are worried, you know, I mean, I don't know where you, what it's like where you're at right now, but if you look out, I look out my window, there's very few cars on the street. I could walk across the street on Georgia Street and probably not get run over. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's quite quiet. That's for sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, many years ago when I took, you know, you asked me about the golf tournament. Well, it's probably going to be postponed until the fall or if, it, if it's not even held maybe not is that in our industry when they're laying off 20 and 30 percent of the jobs in the industry uh, our national uh, uh, charity which is nabs uh, they're going to have more needs and you know for people that are out there that can't find jobs because you know this industry is going to be very different yeah after this wow. going to be less less agencies you're going to find that there's going to be probably a, a rethinking re rationalizing of whether or not large agency networks have to have multiple offices in the same city. Mm -hmm. I could see where uh, they're going to be. Some of them are going to be joining each other. Yeah. And, 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 and that, that you started to see that uh, prior to last year where you started to see some of the agencies closing down one of their brands and merging. Yeah. I think you'll see more of that too, because there really is too many brands. Yeah. Yeah, this has been great. Frank, honestly, thank you so much for making time today. I know you've got a lot going on. You're taking well, calls. Frank, I appreciate it. But if you want to, if you, if there's anything I was un, unclear of, uh, just call me again and I'll be more than pleased to get on the phone with you. And I will text you the, uh, the TCAN uh, web, web link so that you have it on. That's great. We'll, we'll put all the links in the uh, description here for everyone that is uh, listening on the audio. Make sure that you check the description in the podcast and on the YouTube channel. And uh, there'll be a lot of great resources for you. And we'll put a link to your book that's available on Amazon and a link to NABS as well. If you're looking for help or you want to give to NABS, uh, this is a great time for, uh, for checking out NABS if you haven't heard of them already. Great. Thank you for your time. Frank. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Marketing Jam. If you enjoyed the show, head over to our YouTube or Facebook and give us a thumbs up and visit iTunes to leave a rating and review. Thanks again. See you next time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.